Amanda. I feel like we need to hold some kind of Eugene Melnick forensic investigation because there's some weird NHL shit going on right now. We need to get to the bottom of it. Oh, no. What's happening? Gino Malkin is using his social media a lot. Oh, my God. I've actually been away, but I have noticed that he has been posting on Instagram a lot. He has. ten times more than usual. So, like... Alien abduction? What's happened here? Like, what's go? What is to the root of all this? Because there are theories floating around. And I have my own, but I think he's depressed. I think he won the Stanley Cup, and now he's done with hockey for the year, and he's come off that high, and he's like, crap. <laughs> and so he's just kind of bummed out, and he doesn't have anything better to do than sit around and be on social media. He doesn't have. He has a home in Miami. That's true. And a one-year-old baby. Right. But he has a home in Miami. And there are dolphins <laughs> there. Whatever the baby. <laughs> There's dolphins he could be playing with right now. And this is Gino we're talking about. There are manatee or whatever that want to be, like, petted or I don't know. Um, yeah. He probably has a giraffe of some kind. He could be out there in the sun doing that, which is why I feel like he has scurvy or some kind of weird disease that is keeping him uh, bedridden. The scurvy, like I don't, I don't know what the ramifications of scurvy are. Because no one's ever, no one's had it since like the nineteen twenties. <laughs> I ate so many French fries recently. I thought I was going to get scurvy. <laughs> it's it's a um, it's a vitamin D deficiency. So basically, you can um, uh, or a vitamin C deficiency, which means that yeah. you can cure it with like orange popsicles. Yeah, you eat it. Yeah, so I'm. That's why it hasn't been uh, a thing. I take vitamin C at night, so I can eat as many French fries as I want. What the heck was that? What? What was that? Did you hear that? No. You hearing voices? No, I swear to God, I can't be the only one who heard that. How did you not hear that? No, man. Oh wow, we've got ghosts. Or, <laughs> or Gina was listening in to this, and we're clearly onto something. Maybe. I think that's probably more likely. Well, those that's my theory. Your your theory is that he's like uh, homesick. He misses Sid and the cup and hockey. Yeah, stuff. I think basically he just forgot like what what is life after hockey. So he just doesn't he doesn't know what to do with himself. So he's just sitting around Instagramming. Because Anna Webb's theory is that he just got a better publicist. That's possible, I guess. She went like the practical, logical. Yeah, why you gotta be so logical, Anna? Yeah, what the hell? Whatever. They Uh, have been in really good English. Right. But I mean, like, um, he is doing a lot more liking and reblogging than he is actual tweeting out new material stuff, Um, which is why I think he's sick. It's the exact kind of thing that you do when you're, like, um, laying in your bed in between naps waiting to throw up because basically the only thing that you're doing is, like, vomiting and, and, like... uh, like an hour of social media and then like the cycle repeats itself for like 24 hours or however long it takes for you to get rid of it. I don't know. I think he's just like the rest of us now. He's like, well, I guess I'll just check Instagram. I I mean, anytime I'm bored, I just open Instagram. Hmm. Then he's upset. Yeah. Instagram is like my happy place. It's your happy place. And he, and he Instagrammed a photo of like a depressed little baby Oh, and it yeah. says what I feel like waiting for the hockey season to start again. Where did he find that? I don't understand. Um, 
don't know, but it's cute. It is cute. It is a good one. He not only tweeted it, but he Instagrammed it too. So clearly that baby touched him somehow. And uh, he relates to it. And so, his posts, like I said, have been his English has been incredible. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, but Gina on social media is never a bad thing. I agree. Is that that is the conclusion to our forensic investigation? Yeah, it all started with his my MVP backwards jersey of flurry. <laughs> oh yeah! Which, oh my god! Like, for that to kick it off is the most beautiful thing. How dare he? How dare he? Yeah, I just love. I forgot how much I loved Evgeny Malkin's social media. It's so underrated because he just he goes off of it for so long, and you forget how amazing it is. And then he comes back, and you're like, oh yeah, it is. It's almost like Phil Kessel's social media. He's not on there a lot, but when he's on there, it's gold. Yeah, yeah. like oh, I feel like I should be doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest feeling. Yeah, I love him. And then I remember last year during uh, the summer. Uh, his summer break thing, he went to Miami and was like with Lil Wayne or something. Shut up. Yeah, at like a rap concert or whatever. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, like way to go to the one place on earth where nobody cares who you are and what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, he knows. He knows how to fly under the radar for sure. Maybe he knows Lil Wayne because of Drake and Toronto. What do you think about that? Hmm. Hmm. Just I, making connections. They there. must have. They must have met because right? you can't be a superstar in Toronto and not know Drake. It's like against the law. Yeah. Right. Actually, I went to Drake's restaurant. Really good um, waffle and chicken, chicken and waffles. Noted. Yeah. Just in case you're ever in the in the hood. In the. All right. Let's talk about the ch -ch changes. Oh, oh, you did a Bowie. All right. So. Let's talk about the penguins first because we love them the most. All right. So they signed Matt Hunwick, three years, six point seven five million. Yes. This is That's one of the ones that confused us, right? Yeah. Because what do you want to talk about the daily stuff already? Or are we waiting for that one? Because it doesn't matter what you talk about it. Because I feel like the, his signing confused me. Because of Daly's signing. And I couldn't figure out why on earth we got rid of Daly. Because his cap hit didn't go up. It was just the length of term. Right. And an article came out last Thursday, I think, or Wednesday, mm -hmm. um, that said that Daly came out with a list of teams that he wanted to go to. And the Penguins weren't on it. And I was like, okay, that makes sense because, you know, the Penguins are very specific about the way that they want to spend money and they don't give people a lot of money. They just don't because mm -hmm. they want to be able to sign many good people for cheaper amounts. So they don't give you as much money as other teams will because they don't have to because they have all the cards, right? Right. Because they, they their leverage is, look, we're going to, would you want to win? Then you take less money. And Daly's already run, won a few cups, so get paid, Daly. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have any weird feelings about it. But then he goes and signs somewhere else and doesn't really get paid. So I don't necessarily understand the extent or the signing and why he didn't come to the Penguins. I guess maybe 
They were only offering him a year because he is what thirty three, thirty four. No, I mean, remember we uh, like we we looked it up because we were so confused, right? And I'm like, well, um, Hunwick must be a lot younger. He's like a year younger than him. He's like a year younger than him. So I was like, yeah. I I there must be something beyond that that we from the outside have no idea what it is because that contract it, that doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying that Hunwick thing is a is a a bad uh, acquisition. It did. The only thing I know about him is from Steve Dangle, who disliked him intensely for a really long time. But he says apparently that he won him over in the long, uh, just like in the last year, uh, he's improved a lot and he's been really uh, well. So I feel like our coaching staff, um, and apparently one good news is that he's really good on the PK, which we're missing with Benino once Benino left. Right. Right. He's much better at blocking shots than daily, uh, but he's not as good at actually getting goals. Right. Right. So we either are going to, but apparently he's really good. He's a puck moving defenseman, which is what we need. So maybe with better, um, wingers or apparently he played with Austin Matthews a lot, uh, the last season. So again, you got to give grandpa the benefit of the doubt that he's, he knows shit and he's going to, he, he sees something, but I still don't understand why we didn't resign daily. If what we were doing is just getting another daily. Right. Yeah, it's it struck me as weird wording that they were like, oh, he has a list of teams and the Penguins aren't on it. Like, why wouldn't you just say Daly can't reach an agreement, so he wants to go to these? You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it, it was just weird wording when it came out. And no one's making, no one's mentioning it at all, which is why mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those things that we'll never get to the bottom of it. We're probably never going to know what happened there. Yeah, it is bizarre. I don't really understand. Strange. But I trust I trust Grandpa. And Grandpa, we trust. We do. I figure it all makes sense in time. We do. And so, um, yeah, so I'm excited to see uh, what this youngin, who's not that young, but, uh, well, he's from Toronto originally. We got him from Toronto. It's always good. Whenever we steal something from Toronto, it ends well. That's really true. Yeah. So are they going to retain his salary too? Just the whole thing? Just give him to us for free? <laughs> that would be nice. And apparently Toronto has the money to do that, but no, I don't. I think we're going to have to pay for him, but we save a million dollars. Yeah. Um, Which doesn't hurt. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt. Uh, you know, depending on, you know, considering what we have to work with. And uh, like we, we were in, in, we're looking at everything, trying to find an explanation for what happened. And another possibility is that we do have a lot of people to resign next year. So maybe they were trying to be conservative with cap because it wouldn't affect it so much this year, but next year is going to be a big year. Right. Um, especially uh, maybe they, they had to spend more on Schultz than they thought they were going to have to. And that that played into into it too yeah next year um unrestricted and restricted uh let's see hornquist reeves rust kunakel wilson uh Rowney, Harris, um ian cole and anti niemi who we just got mm-hmm. we'll talk about him so yeah that's a lot of dudes <laughs> it is right did we yeah. talk about reeves last week that's eight guys yeah. No, we didn't talk about Reeves. Thoughts? No. None? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We'll see. Um, you know what? He's already been super charming on social media. And he's, I'll take it. He's like, did you see that? The little, uh, he, he, 
he made his new avatar on social media, this little penguin, uh, like sheriff. <laughs> it's yeah. like a, like a little penguin with like these guns. And oh yeah. And I think stuff. we did talk about that. Did we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I think we might've, uh, anyways, I got a group to said about it with Anna. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Which. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, um, I'm happy. Uh, cause he seems like, you know what, like the, I think our coaches are good enough that they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll make him, uh, work. And if not, then it's only like a year or two. I'm not, I can't say I, I think it's a bad idea to have a little more muscle. Um, the little, like a threat of violence if anyone touches our uh, core players so that maybe Gino won't think that's his job anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, if there's tension at all, it might be t- be between um, Gino and him duking out space in the penalty box. Where Gino's like, this is my turf, buddy. This is my turf. Don't even think about spending large qualities of time in here. Because this spot is reserved for me. And me alone. I I mean, I'm kind of a little bit surprised about that. And I'm not sure about how to feel about, like, the muscle factor because the penguins that's never really been who they are as a team, I guess. Well, not in a long time. I'm flashing to Darius Kasparitis and thinking again yeah. about what I'm saying, but that hasn't really been in the Sid and Gino era, like how they've gone, but they've also had a crap ton of injuries, but the injuries have been like fluke things that aren't necessarily something that an enforcer type guy would get rid of. So I don't under, I don't know what they're thinking with that, but like I said, I trust, I trust grandpa. So yeah, I, I agree with you in that. I feel like whenever we had somebody that played that kind of role, like Bertuzzo or whoever it was, it never seemed to end well. It ended yeah. to see, and it seemed to end with a lot of penalty minutes and stupid, um, things. But from what I hear about this guy, he seems, um, like he can actually play hockey, which is, um, which is a bonus. Um, but that he's also like the, the best or second best fighter, um, in the NHL. And sometimes the threat of violence is better than, you know, means that there doesn't have to be any actual violence. Maybe sometimes... That never works. I don't... Well, you know, I I don't understand what their reasoning is otherwise, but I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really get it. But like I said, who knows? We'll have to see how it comes together. That's right. We're putting a lot of faith in Grandpa. Lots and Always. lots of it. But... I mean, so far he's been doing okay. So. Yeah. He's been doing well, so. You All right, go. so Penn signed Schultz, four years, 16.5. Did we talk about that? Four years, 16.5. How much is that uh, per year? Cap it? Four. Four-ish. Four-ish. 4.1-something. Well, that's not One. bad. That's not Four. bad. I mean, when you see the contracts that have been signed during this uh, season thing, that's not bad at all. And since we only paid him, like, less than $2 million last year, it seems, like, fair. It seems fair. Yeah. Yeah, especially if they three-peat and you get another shot of him in the parade that turns into a meet. Well, and you think, like, look at Chris That's Letang, right? Know. If we're out Chris Letang again, that was all Schultz. It was all Schultz all year because uh, Tanger was out. So he's basically your number one, and he stepped up, so I guess he, he deserves it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I'm good. Plus, um, doesn't he deserve it just a little bit even for that uh, meme of him drinking at the parade? literally what i just said oh my god did you just say that <laughs> i'm so glad you listened to me i have like like a i'm like dory from the the <laughs> <laughs> oh 
You were just waiting to say something else while I was talking. I know. I did literally. I I see how it is. It's all right. It's cool. (laughs) No love. I'm going to request a raise just for that. As you should. Clearly. No, I think, you know what the scary part is? I'm pretty sure I heard it and then forgot it within like like a nanosecond. It wasn't even an ignore. It was that my brain's not working properly. Oh, no. I'm a little concerned now. That was rough. Okay, Penn <laughs> sign Antoniemi, one year, 700,000. One year, 700,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Me too. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. I like that they're kind of testing the waters on him. Well, yes. It's funny because I posted online, I said, I. I don't really know anything about him. So I just put like thoughts. And so we had some people, um, I want to read what they said because I'm always interested in people who like follow them more and actually know things about them and to hear what it is that they say. So we had like, um, someone called Kessel run and they said, solid move. People keep quoting his stats last year in Dallas, but the whole team had a shit year. No reason to base Niemi's worth on that. He's a solid vet who will get, uh, who will do great in backup role and if Murray has an injury issues uh, like last season, I feel completely comfortable with Niemi as starter. Someone else, Bruins gal, wrote, uh, when will Jari be ripe is my question. That's a, also a legitimate question. Yeah, goalies and defensemen take forever. Yeah, and I think especially because Grandpa was a goalie, he said that um, that it makes sense to have him in the, in the, in the ba- at the baby pens for one more year just yeah. to make sure that he's good. And then I mean, why rushing, honestly, like, yeah, unless this Antoniami thing goes horribly wrong, then I, there's no, I mean, really, there's no reason for him to come up. No, I agree. Totally. And this is like a perfect situation. So there was a, like a, someone pure Kessel trash. I guess a lot of people, a lot of Kessel people have thoughts on this subject. They said, um, I think he'll benefit a lot from the set schedule as a backup with none of the one A, one B bull. He'll get paid seven fifty, so he's dead cheap, and this allows us to keep Jari from riding pine. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? What does what mean? Riding pine. Does that mean like be- being benched? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't know where my brain went with that, but that was <laughs> okay. And then um, he said, uh, she said that she also feels like that our goalie coach will be good uh, for him in terms of making his game a bit more conservative and less boom and bust on a less serious note uh we have another misfit this pleases me and we have another finn for oli and niemi is kind of adorable so that's good to know i didn't know he was adorable sold (laughs) that's all i need basically i'm okay with it i think i mean for that price even if it's a total bust it's not a huge loss yeah exactly Exactly. And you know what? Have we ever really had a problem with backup goalies? If anything, we've been really lucky because I still remember that that game that Zatkoff just pulled out of his ass during the playoffs and was just amazing. Um, I mean, the Penguins have always kind of, they've never had a super strong, Marc-Andre Fleury was like that first super strong goaltender and that I can remember, or maybe since Brodeur, right? Yeah. Um, or not Brodeur. Who am I thinking of? Yeah, I was like, Brodeur played for the pet. No, who am I thinking of? It starts with a B. Anyway. Barrasso? Yes. Thank yeah. you, Tom Barrasso. Yeah. God. Uh, Brodeur is just about as old as Barrasso. Um, <laughs> it's, but yeah, sounds since French. Barrasso, really. I mean, they haven't had, they had Moose, which it's not like he was like amazing. They had 
Aubin. They had like so many no name freaking goalies for so long. But like they've never depended so much on goaltending. As long as they've got a uh, consistently decent guy in there, they'll be fine. Well, remember when we had um, oh god, I can't remember his name, but the the I think it was Russian, and he um, stepped up during the playoffs when uh, Flower flaked, and he was amazing. Do you remember who that? It was just a couple years ago. No, I don't. Oh my god. I feel like- yeah, my brain's no, not working. About, but I can't put a name. Oh, and he's like bald, and I think he's Russian, and he was like, I remember I seen him in a hotel once, but I can't remember his name for the for the life of me. Anyways, he was he I was only really remember good. Brent Johnson because I love him, and because of the Christmas sweater. Yes, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And because he's just amazing, and every time he's in Pittsburgh, he like like the last time he was in Pittsburgh, he was like at a game or something, and he like tweeted or Instagrammed a picture of like himself standing next to a giant mural of Marc-Andre Fleury <laughs> and was like so gushy about it. It was cute. Oh my God. And isn't he the one that got into the fight with uh, Di Pietro from the Islanders and like, and like yes. literally knocked him out. That was the one best. punch and Di Pietro went down. So like, yeah, so hard. I, I used to have that on my DVR. So I had good. it on there for like three years. So good. So and then I good. moved. That's what happened. I moved and I had to delete it. It was the sad day. Sad, sad day. It is. Everyone go to YouTube. Go to Johnson. I, I remember watching that game while it was happening. And it was amazing. Amazing. Honestly. Oh, so good. I didn't live in Baltimore then. That's how long ago it was. No, really? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Wow. I think it was right before I moved, actually. Um, but yeah, it was amazing and hilarious. Goalie fights are so funny. And you know, Flower was so jealous. He was I know. He literally looked it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else were we talking about? Um, uh, things we got and things we lost. Right. We were talking about Antoniemi and Tumblr thoughts. And then we should talk about some rumors that we've heard. Yes. Um, I've heard two. Okay. And the two that I heard, well, I mean, like it's every, they're all out there. The one that is pretty common is the Matt Duchesne one. Right. Which, um, again, I don't get the Matt Duchesne thing because he's worth about $6 million a year. That's his cap hit. Right. right. So if we're going to spend $5 million a year for a third line center, why don't we just keep Benino? Right. And in order to make that work, you'd have to get rid of someone who's integral to the team. Yeah, and and uh, Colorado needs defense, which means bye bye Olimata, because that's what they right. would want in exchange for somebody like uh, like him. And even if they were going to do that, they would still have to retain cap because are we seriously going to pay six million dollars for a, a third line center? Right, crazy. The second one that we heard, which I like a lot more, but. I don't know how much sense this makes is um, Tyler Bozak from Toronto. Right. That's not bad. Um, especially since didn't th- Toronto just acquired Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. And the Phil Kessel. Yes. Angle. So reunited um, and it feels so good. <laughs> my issue is like, I feel like they did so well with the Kessel trade with, the Maple Leafs, and now they're like, let's just only deal with Maple. Like, it's making yeah. me scared that there's so many Maple Leafs involved. I don't know. Well, look, if they – let me just look up. Is Patrick Marlowe a center or a wing? I don't know. He's a center, Patrick, right? I think, which – I don't know. Like, 
how much money do you want to spend on centers? Well, but the thing is, um, is Tyler Bozak going to want to be a fourth line center in Toronto? Yeah. And he, you're going to pay, he gets paid $4 million a year, which again goes back to if we're going to pay a third line center $4 million a year, then why did we get rid of Nick Benito? Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, they did sign Nick Benito for what, four years? I think so. Marlo plays center and left wing. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I kind of feel like that one's not crazy. I kind of like that one. It still seems a little steep for me, but if they were going to sign him for maybe like two years at that amount, again, it's the same amount of money would end up paying Nick Bonino. So it doesn't make sense to get rid of it, but you're, you're getting somebody in return who has known chemistry with Phil Kessel. Yeah. And I guess it makes more sense for me to get him and use him on the wing than it does to use him as a center. Yeah, you remember we were we were talking about um, if you're going to do it, why not do straight for straight Haglin for Bozak? Right. It's just a no, no, like because that's a trade for trade, right? Um, because if you look at it, we've got, um, what's the name of the college kid? Oh, Reese. Uh, Aston Reese, I think. We've got mm-hmm. Aston Reese and Daniel Sprong coming up. Right. Yeah. Who could absolutely do what like a, a Carl Haglin is supposed to be doing. And as much as I love him and I love him so much, um, hasn't really been doing over the last uh, two years. Like if you look at what he gets paid and what his production is, he's a bit expensive for what he he does. Right. Um, so maybe that would be that would be interesting. Because yeah. we wouldn't be losing a lot. We wouldn't have to lose a defenseman, which we really need more. I kind of like this idea. I agree. You have you heard any rumors or anything? No, I, I'm saying though, if we got the Bozak, I would like them to try to do the deal that they did with Kessel and get some salary retained. <laughs> that would be lovely. That would be awesome. But if we did a, if, like, what do you prefer? Do you prefer a like a player for player a direct swap and cap stays exactly the same or? Do you do uh, that retaining salary and they get like a pick or something? Um, I don't know. It depends on the situation. Um, right now, I feel like they're in a pretty decent spot with salary. Um, but I don't know who I'd want them to trade. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd need two situations and then pick the better. Um, generally, I think I prefer player for player just because it's easier to quantify. Right. But I don't know in this situation. It is. Retaining salary, especially like they've done on Kessel for like more than a year is a beautiful thing. It is. It's so beautiful. We don't have to, we don't have to resign. It pays off big for, you know what I mean? Multiple seasons and it looks ridiculously good. So I don't know. And we don't have to resign him for years still. Right. Which is amazing. Um, But we still haven't heard back from Cullen, right? It sounds right now like he's not going to resign. Retire, Colin. What are you doing? No, I heard. I heard he has uh, interest at other teams. I mean, I guess if you can keep getting paid, but dude needs to retire. Well, he's been pretty good. Like I can, I can definitely see it. I mean, I wouldn't want to overpay for him, but if some other team wants to do it, then go, uh, go crazy. Yeah, but I, I felt like that about the Kunitz thing. But like, you really like he's like duper. He has like four hundred kids. 
And so like, do you really want to up your, up your kids for probably a one year deal? And like, yeah, for $2 million? Fuck yeah. I'd sell you one of my kids for, <laughs> are you kidding? I've got five, take one. I'll throw them in as a, as a hockey stick boy or whatever. Are you kidding? Yeah. $2 million. Quinn's got paid two million. It's getting paid $2 million. Besides like, this is the way I kind of think of it. Do we honestly think that Chris Kunitz is going to live in Pittsburgh after he retires? He's probably going to go back home or wherever his wife is from. Yeah. So so he can go someplace else and make two million dollars, or he could just uh, or he could just I retire. Extra. Yeah. If I could if if I could make another two million dollars before, I would I would totally do it. But um, and, and again, I think he'd be amazing. He's amazing in the locker room, and he's a big part of that room. But I'm glad we didn't resign him because honestly, um, he did not have a very good year last year. He had a, a really good game during the playoffs, um, but he didn't have a good year last year. Let's not let one good game in the playoffs cloud um, a full and, season. Like, sentimental for love for him. I think that's part of it as well. well. And I think it's adorable the way that people are really concerned for Sid's emotional well-being. But for the yeah. love of God, get over it. He's a grown-up. These people are not dead. They just moved away. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. He will be fine. Yeah. Everyone's going to be. Everyone's fine. Yeah. It's a business. It is what it is. People move all the time. People move all the time. For worse reasons. He's going to be He's gonna be a-okay. When they're retired, they can all hang out together and buy uh, lots on the same property and, like, beach comb together or whatever. But, like, <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe he'll go to the Lightning with Kunitz, and they can both retire in Florida. <laughs> Kunitz, yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're leaving the Penguins, one year, $2 million to move to Florida, which I hate Florida, P.S., what? But hockey players love Florida, so well, do it. I love Florida in February. I hate Florida. It's the worst place. Well, let's put Next this into Ohio. perspective. You are a curly-haired human. Yeah, true story. Curly-haired like, human in yeah. 100% humidity. I can see the hate. Yeah, it turns into a clown wig. Yes. It's not a cute look. Well, all right. <laughs> I actually kind of want to see it, Actually, if you have pictures at all. I do. I'll send you one. I'm kind of picturing Monica and friends during that like Jamaican <laughs> vacation or whatever that happened, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. <laughs> All right. Bonino is going to the Predators. Did we talk about that? We didn't, but that is interesting because it was four point two. Was it? Of course, that's the one I didn't write down. No, but the o- the only thing I remember hearing about that one was that um, he had higher offers from different places, but that the um, Tax incentives of living in Nashville made up for the the money. Yeah, so meaning he, he would like have he had gotten a good more. Time while he was there, he looked like he was sold on Nashville. <laughs> well, good for them. Let them um, let that. This is like Nashville's having like a full renaissance, right? Yeah, like, but, yeah. As a city, they are loving it right now. Yes, I mean it's kind of. I still, I I, um, I still like the team. Uh, Nashville. I like the team Nashville. I don't love uh, the fans or, but and it wasn't even the fans, but the bandwagon jumpers onto that one. Um, they kind of embittered me about the whole thing that was happening, but it wasn't the team. I still love all those players. Um, mm-hmm. Even PK. I still kind of like you, PK. You're not, you're annoying me, but I still like you. Um, I like those teams. I think they're fun to watch. 
Um, and it's a cool city. Uh, it's a cool city to live in. And they're doing yeah. some really interesting things. Like they got, they got Benino. Who else did they get? They got, um, yeah. oh, they got another big one. And I still, I remember looking at it and, and saying, um, they would do well to get Duchesne and they have the cap space. Yeah. They just like, I don't know how much long-term they have because, when I started looking at that, I'm like, they're, they, they're paying P.K. Subban $9 million. $9 million for P.K. Subban, and he's the third best defenseman on that team. So what happens when Roman Yossi and, um, oh, God, the other guy, uh, Hellman, Hyman, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, yeah, Henman uh, goes to resign. Like, what do, you, what, do you, what do you pay them? But salaries are out of control. Oh, my. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Because I'm going to get riled out. What else? Who else? Right. What else we got? Um, Bonino's making four point one PS. Yeah. Uh, Maple Leaf sign Ron Hansey two years, three million per year. Godspeed, Broad Hansey. I know. Good for you, buddy. Way to way to way to go. <laughs> like way to be in obscurity for your whole career. Come here, win a playoffs, and now you can just ride off into the sunset. <laughs> Meaning done. Check. That's off the list, and now, you know, now you can just coast. Actually, I think Toronto's going to be scary good next year. I hope so. They deserve it. Yeah. Good for you, Toronto. Good for you, scrappy little underdogs. Enjoy it while you last. You know, I just feel like with Toronto, um, enjoy it. You have a very tiny – I'm in Toronto, by the way, for those of you who think that I'm, like, bitter or something. You have a very tiny window before everybody starts hating us again. Very, very, very small. People hate us already just because we're in Toronto. So you scrappy, lovable underdogs, like take advantage of this because it's going to last a nanosecond. The second you start beating people's teams, it is over. Over. Oh, the hate. I can't wait. It's going to be nice to have it spread around someplace other than our team, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's talk about the Capitals and what the hell's going on over there. Because they just got a big dose of real this year, and like they they were all in. Yes, I think they 100% believed they were going to win, and there was no way it wasn't going to happen, and this was their year. And then literally the exact same thing happened to them that has always happened to them, which sucks so hard. And now they're like rebuilding kind of and like they've got a whole new mindset and they're moving all these pieces and it's crazy it is um like i sent you that article from puck daddy right um if you if you guys haven't read it you should go read it because it's actually a really good article i think he did an interview with their gm and it's painful uh to read how he basically just admits they put all their eggs into one uh, basket, like building for that year. And now um, through a series of things, they're just, it's all coming apart and it's coming apart in the worst way uh, possible because he's made some bad moves. Um, but also, I mean, it's just, it's just bad. Like, okay, they lost Carl Alsner. Okay. They just re-signed uh, Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov. Yeah. But he says in it that they paid him more than they wanted to pay him, basically because he they paid him. They're paying him what was it, seven point eight million over eight years. That's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy money. 
And um, and that basically they had to do it because if not, he said he'd leave uh, and go play in the KHL for two years, play in the Olympics, and then be an unrestricted free agent after that. Yeah, the Russians like have all the cards this year. If you are a Russian UFA this year, get ready because you're going to get paid. Because the NHL is not going to allow you to go to the Olympics, which if you're Russian, you basically bleed for the like you love the Olympics. That's your life. And you get so much more money in Russia and the taxes are better. Like what the hell is keeping you in the NHL? This Just go one year, go to the KHL for one yeah. year, get paid, play in the Olympics, have a grand old time. Come back. Yeah. And when you, and like, when he comes back, so he'd, be much a, bargaining room. he'd be an, under, and you know what? There's a part of me that's like, um, good for you. You like, like there's something about it. That's kind of like, I'm so glad to see a player basically do whatever they want to do. And if they screw over their, like the owner of a team, fuck you. You don't care. You don't give a shit about them anyway. You don't care that they don't get to play in the Olympics. You don't care that they, you put a cap on what it is they, they get to earn. You don't care that they're taking tons of their salary away on escrow. You don't care about them at all. So it's so nice to see a player get over on one of them. Right. Um, now does that screw over the, do I wish it wasn't, um, the capitals because they actually have ownership that seems like it's supportive of their players. That's truly unfortunate. There's so many other teams that I wish this had happened to instead. Um, but I don't know. It's a, it's a, I mean, good for him for standing his ground and getting what it is that he thinks that he deserves because that's good. However, that means that they still have to sign, uh, oh no. What's the other Russian with the B? Um, no, um, something cough <laughs> I can't remember hold on um because after Brishnikov. <laughs> Brishnikov. you know what that's what we should just call him he's adorable <laughs> he's, the, he's the one that saved hold on caps okay last stickers there Burakovsky that's it okay. they still have to sign uh Burakovsky and they basically have zero cap space to be able to do it now. So they lost uh, Justin Williams. Oh my God. They re-signed TJ Oshie to like the longest contract I, in the history of the world. Effing it up so hard. Why? Because honestly, with Kuznetsov, like, I don't know. If I'm Cavs management, I'm saying, okay, go ahead. Like, we, we'll get somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, hockey players are a dime a dozen. I don't know. I don't know if I would let him run that over on me. No, I mean, I don't, I don't, I do not even know what they were thinking. It's just bad. It's just bad choices. So bad. bad choices. And then on top of that, they traded away, uh, oh no, um, not Molson. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Marlo. Marcus. Marlo. Patrick. Marcus Sorry. Johansson, isn't it? Oh, they get, or maybe they got Marlo. What's Oh, the Leafs got Marlowe from the Caps. Yeah. But they the Caps uh, traded away Marcus Johansson for right. literally two picks to the New Jersey Devil. Like, it's a really good player. And they got rid of him for nothing because they couldn't afford to take... They couldn't even take on a player because they couldn't afford to take on Cap. That's the thing, right? That's what I was saying. They went all in this year. They really screwed themselves over. They totally thought it was their year and shot themselves in the foot. And when it wasn't, like, now they are screwed. That's, I mean, just bad management all around. And they and the GM kind of nails it. He said, we have a cup hangover, except without the cup. 
Yeah, well, that's not freaking good. You better get it together. Yeah. I mean, we were lucky. When you look at uh, the pens, we were so lucky that we didn't have to go through this last year. Yeah. Right? It's what um, the Chicago Blackhawks are going over now. It's going through now is that they had they had to get rid of all these players and they're trying to, uh, which is like what you have to do. You go all in, put all your money into this stuff. We were just so lucky that we had all of these young players that were basically paying nothing. Um, I don't think that's luck though, right? I think it's good management. I know, but then I'd have to. I mean, a certain amount of it is luck, right? But a certain amount of it is foresight, right? Because the Capitals, that's the thing. They put all their cards in for this past season, the 16-17 season, and just cut off, what is that saying? Cut off their nose to spite their face? Like, yeah. totally. What does that even mean? Anything about their future. They just thought about, let's get the cup this year, then we'll worry about the future when we worry about the future. Because guys are going to want to sign with us once we have the cup. They lost me when they traded away Philip Forsberg. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, oh my God. Just bad decision making all around. So bad. But then that was and like, George I feel McPhee. like part of it, I feel like the Kuznetsov thing is a good like is a good barometer for where they're at, right? Because they kind of let their players lead them around by the balls. I feel like Ovechkin's been doing that for years with them. Is um is this the guy who did the crane move from the karate kid when he scored? <laughs> was that him? That was him, right? That was him. Wow. Those karate lessons can be pricey. So, Oh, my God. I mean, just bad job, Caps. Bad job. No, you know what? Now I see what happened because the karate kid always wins in the end. They were smart not to go up against him because uh, – and he did. He got exactly what he wanted. Go, 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 karate Maybe kid. Maybe the Chicago go. Blackhawks are going by the karate kid model because you just do the same thing over and over. <gasps> and oh over God. the – I think the Karate Kid, uh, the, the the Chicago Blackhawks did what I just did a, a minute ago with that thing. They for, they tried to go back. They forgot completely what it is that had just happened and are trying to rebuild. They're like, you know who we should get? That sod kid seems good. Like we just had, we just and traded him away. That sharp guy. Yeah, that sharp guy. He, he seems I like mean, he'd be a good addition to our team. Um, yeah, no. This never works. So many different teams in so many different sports have tried to be like, hey, you know that team that we won with like five years ago? All those guys are still playing. We should totally get we them. Should. Oh, no. Nobody is ever like, dude, that's such a bad idea. They're all like six years older now. Well, and it's just a different dynamic. It just screams of desperation. That's the really? the most unsettling part about it, right? It just, it's like, oh, only people who are super desperate. Um, it's so unoriginal. Like you can't figure out a better way to win. You no. You have to go back to the way you won before. Clearly, they can't. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Oh, you're Chicago. dumb, Chicago Blackhawks. Well, you know what? Like I don't know. Maybe they're. I mean, who? We'll have to wait and see what it is that happens there. Um, I, I don't. I don't know what to say. Maybe. Maybe it works out for them. Well, we'll have to kind of wait and and see. But. I did. My um, hot take is that they're dumb. <laughs> you know what? You are probably you are probably correct. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I was listening to a podcast and Patrick Kane was on and uh, and he sounded pretty pissed that Panarin was gone because he had that was his line mate. They had a lot of chemistry on and off the ice. So so like I don't know why you would do that. I don't know why you would do that. 
because it's not like he had a player that didn't have chemistry with anyone. He had a he had chemistry with uh, yeah. I don't know. It was almost like um, two years ago we didn't get swept. We we didn't lose in the first round. What was what was different about us two years ago? Aha! I see what we have to do now. It's just I don't know. Weird. I mean, it's just. It's just such a bad idea. I can't even, I don't even understand where they're, or I, maybe I do understand where they're coming from, but I keep thinking it has to be deeper than like, oh, hey, we won doing this. We should just do it again. Well, you know what it is? It's what, that's so stupid. Because it's what we always think. We think they have to be smarter than they are. So there has to be another reason behind it. And the answer is, no, they're just that stupid. They're just that bad at what it is that they do and they can't think of anything else to do and they don't have a lot of money to be able to come up with, you know, better, smarter ideas. And so that's what they're going with. And so we're bad. just going to have to wait and see how that goes. Good luck. <gasps> Good luck with that. Let me know. Right, let's talk about other Let me know signings. because I'll see, I'll see if that means that I have to get together with my ex-boyfriend that I dated like three years ago because apparently that's what you do. I was like, oh, I remember my first love. It was great. Let's just go back Let's to that. Let's go back to no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Remember who I was friends with in first grade? Maybe I should give her a call. It's a different world now, man. That relationship isn't going to work. What? You mean just because we're best buddies in first grade doesn't mean we're going to get along great now? You mean some people have done what, I don't know, evolve? No. The world has changed. Move on. I cannot. I can't. All right. All right. Joe Thornton re-signs for one year. While sitting on his lawnmower and wearing the tragically hip slides <laughs> with the longest beard ever. I the love beard it. is almost getting stuck in the lawnmower. Look, Outrageous. I'm glad because I would not have to be, I would not want to be the person who has to explain to Brent Burns that Joe Thornton, Papa Thornton's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. He would be <laughs> inconsolable. He would just be, it would be like a river of tears that would be sponged up by his. By River of Tears sponged up by his big shaggy beard. The only consolation is that you don't have to worry about him biting you. True. Because he has no teeth. Oh, that that's that is very true. Yep. But he's a lover, not a biter, so it's all good. <laughs> all right, Yager can't pay anybody to sign him and he's complaining about it on social media. Oh, you embarrassing old man. Stop <laughs> begging for scraps online. It's so not cool. He's gross on social media. I cannot. Do you remember when he was like hitting up all those like 20 year old chicks? He's like, dude, you are literally old enough to be their grandpa. He is to get it the together. most undignified human being on the face of the earth. He really <laughs> is. He, he really is. Oh, I'm so not bad. one of those. Like I appreciate his time with the penguins, whatever, but I'm not one of those like nostalgic penguins fans who are like, Oh, I love Yager. I do not love Yager. You don't, but you don't have to love Yager because Yager loves Yager. That's true. Yager loves Yager enough for everyone. For everybody, and he doesn't understand why everybody doesn't love Yager as much as he as much as he does. We don't appreciate him. No, no. Let's move on. Well, you Magic know what? Off. I guess like for those of the Penguins fans who who dislike Yager, the best revenge we could ever have had is to make the new NHL all about speed. Because we inadvertently cool. kicked him uh, out on his ass that way. Oh, poor Yager. Let's move on to Radulov. Is it Radulov or Radulov? Hmm. I always call him Radulov, but I like the way you say it better. <laughs> Where is the inflection, you Russian? That's right. He doesn't care. So he was offered the exact same contract from the Habs and the Stars, and he chose the Stars. Five yes. years, 
$31.25 million. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to choose Montreal or Texas. Montreal is pissed. They're so mad. So, They're like, like yeah. Because honestly, like I would choose Montreal, but I get it. Russians, for some reason, for as cold as it is in Russia, those punks, they hate cold. He's going to go to hot weather every time. Yeah, but I, I think it's, I mean, like I know the money he's getting is equal, but the tax rate in Montreal is really high and the tax rate in Texas is non-existent. I'm wondering if that has might have something to do with it. Because I doubt it because I'm sure Montreal would have adjusted for that. Maybe. I'm sure they would have. I just think he didn't want to be a hat for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know, but it's uh, funny. <laughs> speak French, so maybe they didn't appreciate him enough. <laughs> no, but he was literally, you couldn't stop talking about how much he loved Montreal playing for the Habs during that one year. And then um, Sayonara's sister, he's out of there. Yeah, I, uh, I well, mean, whatever. It's uh, that's what you've got to do, though, right? When you're there, like you have to say all that crap. Well, and you know what they signed? I bet it, it has more to do with it. They signed him for five years. Was Montreal going to sign him for five years? Yeah, they offered him the exact same contract. Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. I have no idea. Like, None whatsoever. No. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. I don't know. <laughs> Let him look. You have the right to go wherever it is that you want. You don't own a team or city anything. You go. You fly like the wind, little Russian dude. Yep. He said, "No mercy." No, he's gonna have okay. a blast uh, hanging out with Sagan. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Connor McDavid working <sighs> on the monster deal, which makes me so angry. Okay. Tell us why it makes you angry. Okay. Let's talk about the deal first. So McDavid is apparently reportedly working with the Oilers on a deal worth 13.25 per year, Oy. which makes me so angry <laughs> for many reasons. One, Sidney Crosby makes 35% less than that. Yes. Which is bananas, first of all. Is Connor McDavid 35% better than Sidney Crosby? No. No, he is not. Also, GMs are such sniveling I, I, there's not even a curse word good enough. <laughs> I hate them because these bitches are going to lock out these players because they can't get their spending together. Yeah. This is the same reason they've had a hundred thousand lockouts in the past. They spent all this money, gifting people stupid contracts and then wonder why they can't, why the cap is so low and why they can't have a good team because their one player is taking up 60% of their freaking cap room. Which drives all of the other players asking prices up on their team because they have to sign Leon Dreisaitl. Right. And it's like, what are you even doing? And then because like, now, anytime yeah. a good player in the league signs, they're going to be like, well, McDavid got 13.25. So I'm clearly worth nine. This is going to yeah. have guys like Taves thinking, I'll get 11. Sidney Crosby makes 8.7. Well, there's no yeah. way Jonathan Taylor should be getting 11 just because Connor McDavid got 13 points. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, it is, um, a little bit infuriating. Um, a little, well, but you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say as a fan. It's unbelievably frustrating to watch, so um, a, 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 like a league be so incredibly mismanaged because the people in charge of it don't know how to grow a game don't know how to market their stars, 
don't know how to uh, build a profit from what it is that they need to do and can't manage their spending all at the same time. Unreal. Like, they're just so many levels of incompetence that go into it. And at the same time, the only people that suffer are the players because all their money gets eaten up by escrow and the fans who are going to have to live through yet another lockout or have to watch like their team get blown up. You know, and don't take this the wrong way. Like good for freaking Connor McDavid. Good for you. Yeah. Kid. You take that money and you buy a Ferrari you do what you got to do. But like, what? this is like the Radulov thing, right? Yeah. Or was it? No, not Radulov. That other guy. Was it Radulov? No, know. it was the other, the capitals Russian. Ovechkin? Who who was like, uh, no, who was like, I'm going to go to the KHL, whatever. Give me the money. Oh, they should have just been like, Kovalchuk. screw you out of the KHL. I don't need you. Kovalchuk. Yeah. No. Yeah, Kovalchuk from New Jersey. No. No? Capitals. Oh, sorry. Uh, the one that just resigned. Yeah. Uh, Kuznetskov. Yes, thank you. Yeah. God bless. I was so angry. I couldn't get it together. <laughs> I mean, like, that is just bad management. You're yeah. like, oh, our player had us over the rails. You're the boss. Yeah. Tell him to go kick rocks. Tell him to go to the KHL. Who needs him? You find somebody else. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like uh, make a trade for a different player and get your pieces uh, to work in order. You have Alexander Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom. Everything else around them is like the pieces right. that you need to put into, into. Like, you know how I feel about it is that I do think the Capitals will eventually win um, win a championship but the harder they try to make that team perfect, the higher the expectations are and the less likely they are to put their shit together. They're going to win when... Like, yeah. Be creative. Like, Use don't your, think, oh, this is the only way this is going to work. This is not a puzzle that only works one way. No. There no. are many different ways to win. It's, uh, it's like, look at the Penguins, right? We had years and years of not winning and it wasn't until we started uh, going with our rookies that came in who had that desire to win, right? That was infectious to the whole team. I think it revived everybody that was, you know, it was like a cleansing palette. So, so I don't know. I just think that they'll win when their expectations are the, are the lowest, but they keep making bad decisions. They keep making bad decisions. And I don't know. And the worst part too, is if, if you're a Capitals fan, if you're an Oilers fan, you should be pissed off at these deals. And if you are a Leafs fan, you should be really pissed off at these oh, deals yeah. because this is going to screw you over so because big. you've got Matthews, Marner, Nylander, what's his face? Eichel. Yeah. You've got all these dudes who are going to be signing soon and they're going to say, Hey, Connor McDavid got this much money yeah. that you can't afford to pay all of them that much money. No. And, the, and then, the and then to make it them. worse, it's like, okay, the, in, um, in in Edmonton, the GM that they have to uh, negotiate with is Cicerelli, whatever. Um, but in Toronto, they have to deal with Lou Lamorello, the crypt keeper of the NHL. There's no way. The Toronto media, and you have to deal with the cost of living. Like it's hard to sell Toronto anyway. Well, I think people want to go there now, but the thing is that he's because not going to give them. There. But without them and all this money screwing you over, it's not. Well, so I Toronto don't better get it together. I don't know because it's like um, those kids are still so young that they're under contract for um, for a while still. So it's going to be interesting. What crazy trades? What crazy deals are going to happen between now I and then? I don't know because you used to have to have a, a bridge deal, right? 
between your first contract and your second contract, but there, but that seems like it no longer exists, right? Even Sid had one. Sid had that range where he was he moved from his entry level one to his um, his eight point seven million, right? And then his big contract that came after that was over for over 10 years. But it's like uh, even P.K. Subban had to do that, right? Like that bridge deal that people, well, Connor McDavid just skipped right over the bridge deal and and is going straight into his big mega contract, which, again, is going to screw all those teams up with uh, who, who then need to kind of um, match it or at least come close to it. And you know what? The thing is that it's, um, I don't know. I just feel like... Um, like he's had one full year in the NHL, one full year in the NHL. And you have all of these people saying next year, he's going to be the best player in the NHL. And it's like next year hasn't happened yet. And his points statistically are not that far off from the person who was second and third in the league. So how can you possibly say that? I, I don't know. It's just weird to me. I mean, the Leafs better be careful because they've got, a ton of guys that they need to sign next year, 2018, 19, yeah. three, six, nine, 12 guys that are RFAs or UFAs next year. Yeah. 12 out of, like, I think they've got 22 right now, which is insane. That's more than half of their roster. They have to resign or peel next year. Yeah. And then the year after is when Matthews and Marner come up as RFAs. Right. So if they don't get their crap together next year, they're going to be screwed with Matthews and Marner. Well, Matthews, Marner, and Nylander, um, they aren't that far off. So it's going to be, they said, um, okay, so McDavid's yeah, going Nylander to be interesting. 18, 19, so he's one of the ones next year. Right. So we need to see uh, what Dreisaitl gets because Dreisaitl is the equivalent of a Nylander and Marner. So right. if he gets $10 million a year, then what do you give the top three people in Toronto? Right. And Toronto doesn't actually have any cap space right now. They're negative 1.6. Wow. Oh my God. I mean, maybe yeah. we, maybe we will get a uh, Bozak after all. Maybe. <laughs> Cause they got to do something cause they are over right now and they've got 22 out of 23 guys. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. To figure it out. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what it is that happens. Um, you know what the shame of it is too? is that um, since the cap took place, I do think that hockey is more fun to watch because all of the teams are more equal. It's hard to find a team that you can count on to really suck anymore. Um, and yeah, that, I'm not against the cap. I'm against GMs yeah. acting stupid with the cap. Right, right. And screwing it up so that they're going to have to have another damn lockout and renegotiate the damn cap. Well, the lockout was going to... When is the lockout scheduled for? Because you know it's happening. I don't know. I'd have to Google it. Uh, oh, it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be so boring. I just hate everything. Cause like, can we seriously not go to a CBA expiration and not have a lockout? Like, is that just a possibility? Can nope. we please just do that? I think they they have this thing where um, the NHL the NL NHLPA needs to tell the NHL I think by next year whether or not they plan on um, doing the clause to, to make it earlier, whether they're going to extend it for a year uh, later. And, um, and it's, a, it's a lockout. Like last time when the lockout happened, Donald Fair was just sitting around going, look, I'm telling you right now, they're not even going to begin to negotiate until December. Right. 
the NHL will not begin to negotiate with you until December. So you're just going to have to sit there and wait to see what it is that happens. And then at that point, they'll just, the thing is the players can't even win. They'll just end up stripping more and more away from them until, you know. Okay, so current CBA ends in 2022. Mm -hmm. But the NHL and the NHLPA have options in 2019 to end the CBA and labor piece in 2020. Yeah. But they don't want to do that because the players are sick with the escrow thing and want to renegotiate that. Totally. So, yeah, it's going to be. Shit show. Yeah. Is the word you're looking for? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Can't we just All start right. an alternate league, like with other people running it? <laughs> oh God! Is that okay? Too much? Let's ask because it's we're going long, and I'm riled. Okay, yeah. Amanda's angry. Made Amanda angry. NHL. She's I know. calm. That doesn't happen very easily. No, I have a very long fuse, but she, I'm done with you. She's passing a more, and like she's basically like. She's like calm, cool, and collected. She's a tea drinker for crying out loud. <laughs> I do yoga. She does yoga. She wears socks with unicorns on them. Look at what you did to her. <laughs> you should be ashamed. <laughs> All right. So as far as asked, we've been getting a lot of good like summer topic suggestions. So yes. thank you very much for doing that. We're going to start the summer topic suggestions, uh, summer topics next week. So please keep sending them in. Um, we are going to use them. I promise. Um, we appreciate any feedback on that. Uh, let's go into first question. Oh, wait, wait. I, and, uh, so when did we say we were taping next week? Just so that they know to not expect it on Sundays over the summer because we're switching to this Wednesdays. Wednesday, the 12th, I think is when we are taping. Yeah. So from so next episode, you can expect on the 12th or 13th. Of right. July. So they will be weekly after that, but we're just switching. So you won't, you won't get another one until the Wednesday, and from then on, it'll be every Wednesday till summer is over. Right. Yeah. Midweekish. Yeah. All right. I'm. This is the first question. I'm looking at more pictures of the parade, and see Kathy holding an iPhone without a case, which is Sidney Crosby's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. What is up with Sid and his lady? They do not care. I. I care very much about the unprotected uh, phones. Yeah, I know. There should be a fund or a a thing or a fine or something, all these people. And uh, again, I feel like this is an attempt to upset me and it's working. (laughs) Because I'm in. He just doesn't use his iPhone enough. Like, he never takes it out of his pocket, so who cares? Well, but I mean, like, what is the point of a partnership? If not, like, I feel like if I'm with someone, I want them to kind of curb my bad habits. You know, yeah, uh, because they make up for my deficiencies with uh, their stuff. And then I do the same for them. So if neither one of them is sensible enough to put a phone on their uh, iPhone, then I'm uh, concerned for their overall well-being. Fair enough. Especially since he's not making $3.8 million per year. Yeah, 13.65. And apparently he's over the hill, will no longer be the best player in the world next year. You still going to go around with your naked iPhone when apparently you've been uh, overshadowed? So I was 13.25. I got to get my numbers right if I'm going to be that angry. That's right. That's right. All right. I wonder if Connor McDavid and his girlfriend, who basically, first of all, did you see Connor McDavid's girlfriend? 
Yeah, she looks exactly like him. That's what you were saying. And you are 155,000% correct. At first I was like, that's got to be his sister, right? No, that's Connor McDavid with a wig on. That's a girl. They're the same person. I'm convinced Yeah, there's something weird about her. I think that she looks like Connor McDavid. Dude. I mean, it is weird. I mean, they're adorable together, but they are the same person. She's super cute. But I was like, yeah, they look exactly like. It's weird. Wow. All right. Did you watch the NBA awards? Nope. And if you did, how do they compare to the NHL? But they said a whole bunch of nice stuff about us before that. Who did? I don't know. Whoever wrote that said a bunch of nice stuff about us beforehand. Oh, I want to just you. acknowledge the nice stuff about it because I've had a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for all the nice things that you said about us. Um, I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? No. I'm, I actually don't like basketball very much, um, like at all. So, but we asked our resident basketball uh, expert, the unicorn, <laughs> about the NHL or the NBA awards. Um, we asked him how they were and if they were like the NHL awards, which he did not watch the NHL awards. So it was like the blind leading the blind. But he said they were fine. They were boring and unnecessary, his words. Um, and he said that Drake hosted them and it was typical Drake. And I said, what does that mean? And he said he tries too hard and he's kind of corny. So that sounds like the like NHL awards. <laughs> what, it, does, it sounds like it would almost be like the NHL awards, but with better presenters, but with like, I don't know, actual famous <laughs> yeah. people. He said it was the same kind of thing where they like try to be funny and it's just really uncomfortable. Oh, but that's, right? isn't that all awards shows? I don't know. Some award shows are legitimately funny. No. I don't really watch award shows. I feel I, like I, that's all award shows except for the ones Hosted by Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Yeah. Who should, by law, be forced to host every awards show ever in the history of the world. Yeah, see if you can sneak that onto Trump's desk and get him to just sign it. Oh, nobody nobody actually thinks he's in charge of anything anymore, do they? Put secret white power agenda on top of that. I'll bet it gets signed tomorrow. All right, let's move on before I get enraged again. Yes. Uh, how many games will Latang play next year? This is a good one. <laughs> how many games are there in the year? 82. 82. All right. So so we're gonna do we're gonna do how many we think he's gonna play in the year? Yeah. And what injury he's gonna succumb to that will take what? him out. Well, I'm just saying that for this season, he has a he has a beautiful, unique injury every season. And this time we need to figure out what uh, what it is going to be. Now, the NHL has already been hit with the mumps. Um, okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Did they already have mono? You know what? I'm going with shingles. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going with shingles. I'm going for old people, but I'll take it. Yeah, I feel like sore strokes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going shingles. And I'm going, he plays 52 games. Oh, man, we got close. Because I'm going 57 games, Ooh. just because that's a Pittsburgh number. Yeah. Um, for Hines, 57. And I'm going to go with um, a bug crawls into his ear. Oh. And, yeah, and, like, um, does bites his eardrum, and his eardrum ruptures. <gasps> that's so creepy. Yep. I like goal. it, though. I like that. I just recently saw that happen to someone. So that's what? That's a real thing that happened to someone. That's a thing. Yeah. What? 
That's for real. What kind of bug? Where did they live? Should we all be concerned? How do you prevent that from happening? But it it was a little tiny little bug and it crawled right in their ear while they were sleeping and they couldn't get it out and they had to go to the hospital and it bit their eardrum and ruptured their eardrum. And then his balance is all thrown off and he can't skate. Yep. Everything was totally effed up. It was crazy. I was like, ew. And apparently it happened like when they were like going to sleep. So now I'm like, well, super. Oh my <laughs> I'll God. never sleep again. No. I mean, we'll have to just wear earmuffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just keep sleeping with my earbuds in listening to thunder sounds. That's actually oh. a really good idea. Oh, actually that's probably even better than earmuffs. 100%. Good, good call. I like that. Thanks, right. buddy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I'm okay as long as I know how to deal with it moving forward. Earbuds, ear muffins, whatever. I can ear I can muffins. Deal. Oh, that's what my mom used to call them when we were little because she, because she because she didn't speak English and she would say patty wackies instead of patty wax. What the hell is a patty wax? A patty wax. Do you remember when you it was your birthday and you'd get the patty wax? What the hell are you talking about? It's like people would line you up and then they'd hit you one time for each, uh, however old you were. Is that a Canadian people thing? hit you on your birthday? Yeah. That's not a thing here. Whatever. You know what you should ask the unicorn? Ask him about the rampant ginger hatred that happens is uh, throughout the UK. Oh yeah, he does actually hate ginger. See? What the hell is with that? And like us North Americans laugh as though it's like a, a joke or not really a thing. But they detest gingers. No wonder Ed Sheeran ran for his life. I'm obsessed with Ed Sheeran. I love Ed Sheeran. I tell the unicorn all the time that I love him more than Ed Sheeran, and that's like the ultimate compliment. And he was like, yeah, he's okay for someone without a soul. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude. Like, I yeah, don't understand. Somebody British needs to explain to us where this ginger hatred came from. Like because- Prince Harry. He should explain it. What? Prince Harry? Prince Harry should explain it. Maybe he, maybe he should explain it. And I don't get it because all I remember like growing up is like, oh, the British are all imperialists and they hate all other races. Well, you can't be whiter than if you, you're a ginger. They're practically translucent. That's true. I don't understand. Somebody. I don't know, man. Somebody British explain it to me. Please. I'll ask the unicorns. Stay tuned. All right. And if he can't get on, let's see if we can get Noel Gallagher on here and uh, he can explain it to us. Okay. All right. We're done. What? That was it? Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Misunderestimated with no E on the end. You can send us questions there. You can send us questions on Tumblr, misunderestimated.tumblr.com. Or you can email us, misunderestimatedpod at gmail.com. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And thank you to Vulcanate on Tumblr for our cover art. That's right. You know, know, um, Schultz really deserved that uh, raise just for the meme thing alone. Did I say that already? Yeah. Oh my god! Seventeen point two five. I gotta go. <laughs> All right, bye. We'll see like you up in the middle of the night screaming seventeen point two five. Bye. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. All right, now say goodbye. Bye.